Heartburn. 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 Created by the University of Hartford Humanities Center Student Fellows. August 26, 2019, what marked the 400-year commemoration of the first Africans brought to Virginia, the birthplace of American slavery. You know, once you learn our history, you understand why we're in the condition that we're in now, right? Um, there's a quote by a professor named Tim Tyson. He says, genuine healing requires a candid confrontation with our past. If there is to be reconciliation, there must first be truth. So much has happened in 400 years. So much pain, so much growth. I decided to interview Brian Favors, who is the co-founder of the Nate Parker Foundation. Brian is an educator and has a degree in Africana Studies. The 400 Years of African American History Act uh, was established in 2017, and it was put forth by Senator Bobby Scott uh, and been very heavily promoted by Senator Tim Kaine. And the bill establishes, you know, it's a, it's a law that just ensures that there are several uh, programs put in place for the 400-year anniversary, if you will, or commemoration of the first Africans that were brought here. Acknowledge the impact that slavery and laws that enforce racial discrimination had on the United States. To encourage civic, patriotic, historical, educational, artistic, religious, and economic organizations to organize and participate in anniversary activities to assist states, localities, and nonprofit organizations to further the commemoration and to coordinate for the public scholarly research on the arrival of Africans in the United States and their contributions to our country. Um, and this is really important. This is important for several reasons. Um, uh, first off, and Senator Kane has done a good job of, of, of articulating this, um, just the fact that in 2008 um, there, were, uh, there was a, a concerted effort um, to acknowledge uh, the English um, that settled here, I believe in 2015, St. Augustine in Florida as well. One of the things he said, he said, if, if English lives matter and if uh, Spanish lives matter, then black lives should matter too. At the time, Brian is working with the HBC Storyteller, another group created within the NPF family. The HBC Storytellers are working on a documentary based on the 400 year. Within the documentary, the HBC stories tellers hope to address things like Sankofa, where we see ourselves in the future, the scars of the past, and how they still linger on to this day. Around these parts, the difference between a tree and a clothing rack all depends on what you choose to hang on. I done walked through a many a orchard, but this is the strangest fruit thine eyes have ever laid upon. The stench of rotting flesh and white laughter makes me question just where the hell you got these seeds from. The scars and who we are today in 2018 is a direct result of what happened in 1619. 400 years later, I think that white supremacy and racism has just reinvented itself over and over again. There's still a whole lot of work to be done. So I actually think we have to teach young people that there's power in the knowledge of history. You 
need history in order to bring about racial justice. If you don't know what happened in the past, there's no way that you can affect change in the future. Marcus Garvey said, uh, people without a knowledge of their history and culture and origins like a tree without roots. Uh, and as we know, a tree without roots just blows in the wind. Must have been a magician or a sorcerer makes sense how we went from produce section to section eight to nine to five, eight hour shifts. I can't move in this monkey suit, my rope noose, I mean neckties too goddamn tight. Partnered with claustrophobia from this cubicle, so I'm not thinking straight. It's like the oxygen from my neck up was cut off, but that's what they want me to think. It's, it's okay, because tap dancing all day long makes good boys. I done done such excellent work. My branch manager asked me if I want to hang out, because as soon as my two-week pay period cuts that payroll check, I boat dock near that designer auction block, I mean department store, and find myself once again in front of a hanger picking cotton. The way we tell our stories, that's going to be important to how we create a new future. I think we need a generation of storytellers and filmmakers and cultural leaders who are just unwilling to be silent. We all, we all have power. We all have power. We all have power. We all have power. We must love and protect each other. We must love and protect each other. We have nothing to lose but our change. We have nothing to lose but our change. When you look at this monument, we hope you see not only the past, but the hope for the future and the hope that young people can bring us closer to what our founding fathers said about equality and justice for all. They must not know that I come from a kingdom rich in natural resources, kente and batik prints draped from ankle inseam to shoulder, feet steadfast in the direction my good Lord want them to move and pastor. If I happen to come down from this tree in either jute twine, rope burns, or cubic zirconia chain links, and y'all sing the praises from a dusty-ass Baptist hymnal, please tell my grandma not to sweat from her eyes. My body may be gone, and, and, and Jim Crow might have pecked the skin off my apple, but they can't kill my soul. Tell my mom, no, better yet, salute my queen, her ability to make a soldier out of freckles and dust particles. Your son is not dead yet. He has just joined the morning star. Tell the children. Tell the children. Bashful and gentle eyed that I did the best I could. So that was a short promo of the HBCU Storytellers doc series. The doc series will premiere later this year for the 400-year commemoration of the first Africans to arrive in the United States. I believe once African-Americans know their history and his story and know the story of Africa before we became Americans, that we will become one and we will become whole in all the traumatic scars that we still linger on from slavery and all that pain. 
I mean, it wouldn't disappear. It would still be there. But we would have a better understanding of knowing ourselves and the greatness that lies within every last one of us. African-Americans don't even know our story. Most Americans as a whole don't even know the story of the first Africans that were brought here. It's critical that we understand um, what happened before us because uh, we are an extension of everything that happened before us. And uh, for, for, for better or worse, it's very important for us to know, you know, our community and the way that it looks and the high levels of poverty and, and incarceration and, and all of the, the negative things that still exist in the black community, kind of the cloud, so to speak. It's very important for us to know um, how that's related to being brought here and chained. One of the things I tell my students all the time is, do you think it's a coincidence that those of us who came here and chained just so happen to be the same ones who are still in chains? Those of us who uh, were stripped of our names just so happened to be the ones that are the most disempowered. You know, while everybody else came to America to take advantage of the American dream and play Monopoly, we were brought here in, in chains, and the American dream was built on our backs. So very important for us just to understand kind of uh, how we got to this point, you know, and, and why some of the problems that we have um, are the way that they that they are. But at the same time, it's important for us to know that we endured some of the most horrific conditions known to mankind. And when you talk about the Middle Passage alone, they say, you know, if you were to drown out the ocean, there's anywhere from, they, some have even estimated between 9 and 30, 40 million of our ancestors that didn't even make it. So just, you know, understanding what we went through, and, and, and that's just the voyage here, and having to uh, deal with the subjugation of being dehumanized and, and, and all of the, the trauma that existed. Um, but, but even in spite of that, still the fact that we've had so many individuals that have made so many, uh, sacrifices and contributions, um, and it, 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 it's, it's inspiring. And there's a lot that this generation can learn from those lessons. I always, uh, tell my students, you know, what would Harriet Tubman have done with the internet? You know, what could Frederick Douglass have done with the library card? You know, and when we learn that history about what we went through, um, it gives us uh, some, some, something to stand on. You know, we realize that we're standing on the shoulders of giants. So very important for us to learn the lessons um, of those who came before us. You know, our communities are a manifestation of multi-generational trauma. You know, that's why the work of Dr. Joy Degree, post-traumatic slave syndrome, um, and even the work of Brian Stevenson that looks at, you know, from slavery to mass incarceration, very important that we make those connections because, our whole, there is no good old days. Since 1619, there's always been an, uh, an oppression and a cloud over the black community. And it's just important to, to understand that. Um, if you aren't intentional about breaking that cycle, the cycle will break you. So in order for us to heal from that trauma, we have to first know that we're traumatized. We have to first understand um, that, we've, um, that, we, that, that, that our day-to-day -day reality is one of trauma and um, that we are descendants of those who were brought here in chains, and, and that's when the trauma started. And we have to be able to acknowledge it, first and foremost. And I believe wholeheartedly that it's essential that we create uh, cultural mechanisms, whether they be in the household, whether they be in the schools, whether they be in independent institutions, but mechanisms that are in place solely for the purpose of helping us to heal from our multi-generational trauma. I mean, the, the N-word, for instance, you know, the worst part about racism isn't even how 
other people subjugate us and oppress us, as horrific as it is. The worst part is how we've been conditioned to see ourselves. Many of our people really believe we're inward and inferior, which is rational considering what we've had to endure. So a big part of our, our, our healing from this trauma is uh, creating spaces that give us a context for understanding the mess we've inherited and also uh, cultivating black love, cultivating pride, cultivating positive, what we call positive racial esteem, so that we know um, who we are and, and are prepared to deal with the world that um, um, is still traumatizing us. Working with Brian and the other HBC storytellers really gave me a different outlook of how I view the black community as a whole. It sent me on this journey of self-teaching and self-healing. It really gave me faith in my people, but also gave me the motivation to teach myself and teach others of what I'm discovering on this journey. Like Brian said, he mentioned post-traumatic slave syndrome. It's amazing. The book actually covers a lot of things of the past and today and the African community as a whole and what we endure and what we have encountered over the years. And it really gives you a different outlook, but then it's so relatable. It's like, oh, this is true, this is true, this is true, this is true. Wow. Like, it's a difference from actually experiencing it and then actually reading your experience and how it mirrors so many other people just like you. And it shows that you're not alone, but it also shows that you're not crazy. And I just believe that if people like Nate Parker and Brian Stevenson and even Brian Favors and other educational people go around educating other people about this, then we can heal each other. We can make it out of this trauma. It's the first step, like Brian said, is to acknowledge that we endure trauma. And once we acknowledge that and move forward, it's a bright future.